We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Backliners podcast. That was a little, uh, I was almost infringing on Dry Bear's rights there on his uh, intellectual property um, with that with that intro, but uh, I didn't. Um, it's Agro and it's Barracuda, uh, as per usual. Um, and as per usual, my brain is not functioning whatsoever. Really? I had a, I had a really good uh, epiphany today, though, Barry. Mm-hmm. It's what? that... It's that when I have, I have particularly bad allergies. Uh, mm-hmm. I always have. And when I have my really bad allergy days where I feel, where I'm unbelievably congested from the second I wake up until I fall asleep and I'm literally mouth breathing all day long uh, uh-huh. and I can't, I can't breathe. My brain just does not work right. And I really think my new theory is that it's because of a lack of oxygen to my brain. Because I'm not yeah. breathing well. That my brain that function is legitimately worse uh, mm-hmm. because I'm not getting any oxygen in my brain. Um, so that's my theory uh, as to whatever is about to happen on this podcast. Yeah, that would make the most sense. Because mm-hmm. the same thing happens to me. I'm like, man, I can't think straight today. And I also can't breathe today. And then I take a really deep breath and realize that my nose is just clogged completely on one side and like 50% on the other side. Yeah. And so it's just not a fun time breathing. No. Uh, I apologize in advance for any sniffling or whatever, you know, sneezing if I can't mute my mic in time. Uh, all that good stuff that you guys are going to hear on the podcast today. But got some good stuff for our good old oh, yeah, patch notes. podcast day. We got some patch note stuff to go over because last time we just talked about Eshel. Um, she did release today, was watching some people play her. She was looking really cool, really fun. Definitely not uh, OP or underpowered in any way. Actually perfect. Um, we nailed really? it. No, uh, but that's okay. Is um, she OP? I don't know. I legitimately don't oh. know. Um, oh, okay, okay. I, I think the majority of feedback I've heard so far is that people think that she is closer to OP than not, but that she definitely has a fairly clear weakness of people, mm-hmm. you know, diving her. Um, I think that is kind of like saying just CC them, you know, like every mage is weak to dive. Uh, some more so than others. Walls, right? Yeah, she does everything over walls. Um, yeah. But... We shall wait and see. Uh, mm-hmm. People seem to be having fun, though, and enjoying her, and that's the most important thing. So we'll take of care course. of whatever we have to take care of later on. Um, but with the big patch notes, and we didn't get the chan- a chance to talk about any of the balance or anything like that, figured it was worth us doing a quick little uh, little coverage of the 10.4 patch notes, and then we'll talk about SPL, because week one of the regular season is coming up this oh, it weekend. Is. It sure is. <laughs> I hope you're ready. What? You know? <laughs> Uh, it's going to be, uh, fun, right? We're, uh, excited. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm genuinely excited because it's been forever since we played SPL and the, that weekend tournament. <laughs> okay. I'm muting my mic for the, the podcast, but Barrett has to hear me full, full volume, just oh. absolutely ripping sniffs. just like, so gross. It's so oh, bad. Lord. Yeah, that was that a good was that was a strong. good one. Yeah. 
Because I'm muting it, I'm trying to get it real. I'm trying to really get it there. Do you think that people want to hear it uh, so they can hear what you just heard? Do you think I should just... uh, yeah, I don't think I want to do that. <laughs> they should yeah. turn their mics down, yeah. He's trying to suck in all the oxygen in his room right there. And how much do you think I got in? Maybe a, one 2%? molecule worth of oxygen. One single yeah, oxygen molecule. Uh, it is it is that bad for me right now. I'm that sorry, Barry. I'll try, I'll try and mute myself no, was, for you. I'm just else. laughing. I thought the stream was hearing it too, so I was like, this guy's really sniffling in the middle of my... Well, I was like... <laughs> It is like interrupting someone. It's so it's so obnoxious. Uh, and it's so loud. I was like, why did Barra laugh? And then I realized you got a full uh, you got a full help. So loud. Yeah. Okay. Uh, My apologies. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I am excited for SPL this weekend. Uh, I lost my turn of thought. Oh yeah, the turbo before uh, we weren't really prepared for the turbo before. We kind of played really poorly. Um, lately, our scrims have been going a lot better thankfully i think we have a lot more cohesion we have a lot more of an identity of what we want to do and how we want to draft whereas before it was just kind of like well we're gonna pick these gods and hopefully they work well together and our comms were really messy around certain parts sure and we weren't having great decision making either um but lately we've been playing pretty good in scrims um definitely still have a few scrim plays and a few mistakes here and there but Definitely cleaning up a lot. Um, so I'm really happy with how the team is progressing. And I'm not sure if other teams are just... I don't know. Other teams seem worse than they should be, I think. Mm. Interesting. Well, we'll see if that uh, ends up coming to pass. Um, yeah, funnily enough, weekend. I couldn't say it before last tournament, but Warriors were like actually the best team that we had scrimmed going into the last tournament. We said on the uh, podcast so, this was their time. You know that yeah. team has the potential to like be successful right now, um, and they certainly yeah, were. Kind of lucky we played them first round. I'm pretty sure we were better than a lot of the teams at that event, even before. And unfortunately, just playing the best team, in my opinion, first round uh, was kind of unlucky. So hopefully, we get to uh, show off something this weekend. That'd yeah. We'll talk about your uh, matchup with uh, the Leviathans and the Hounds mm-hmm. uh, in a little bit. But uh, going to the 10.4 patch notes, um, probably the biggest uh, headline, so to speak, um, would be the penetration nerfs. Um, yep. So the cap going from 40% to 32%, and penetration items going from uh, multi- you know, either 10 or uh, 20 for Tier 3 items to... 8 or 16, respectively. Um, uh, question. Yeah. There's a few items that didn't get nerfed. Are those intentional or... Which ones? Uh, I know Demon Blade and Diamond Arrow didn't get nerfed. Demon Blade is just... I know for a fact Demon Blade is just a text. Um, oh, okay. It was just oh, a I text bug. See. I just read it. Demon Blade passive. Yeah, it's, uh, it is definitely in there. Diamond okay. Arrow, I think, might be the same thing. Um, oh, okay. But if it is not, I, I'm not as sure on that one. Um, and yeah, I'm not I assume food, so I don't would, know the difference. Yeah, I assume we would address that if it's the case. Um, yeah. What What are your uh, What were your immediate thoughts, maybe? And then now that you've had a chance to play on this patch for a little bit now, due to scrimming on PTS and all that kind of stuff, like. What are your impressions on how this changes uh, uh, the game? Funnily enough, we didn't scrim at all on PTS. Uh, oh, I don't think any go. teams wanted to scrim on PTS, or it mm. was down when we tried. Uh, so kind of, kind of unlucky, Doug. Unlucky, Douglas, indeed. Uh, but my immediate thoughts was it's kind of necessary because uh, I think carries were really strong, like mid and ADC were really strong, uh-huh. and tanks. I think the role of a tank is kind of in a weird spot right now versus earlier in the year when they were like super OP with Sundering. And mm. now I think their identity has kind of shifted a bit. Um, obviously, I still think there's a few tanks that are really strong right now, but. Sure. I, yeah, I think we talked. I don't know if I talked about it with you or Dolson, but I just think sometimes the identity of a tank is a little confusing right now. Sure. Um, so these these changes, in my opinion, help the noobs a lot 
as well. Just I assume that noobs are like, oh, I, I just get three shot by ADCs late game. There's something I can do. So on paper, this should make noobs feel a lot better. I think that's the that is the hope. Um, you know, I think we uh, we experienced something similar was it last year or two years ago where we didn't there was a patch cycle where we didn't have a bonus balance um Mm -hmm. i think it was two years ago and uh community sentiment um was pretty intense uh immediately following not having that extra balance two weeks through a patch cycle and it was similar here um Mm -hmm. and you know community sentiment is pretty uh whipped up right now i would say um, and so this is something that, you know, like I said on the patch notes and like I said, I'm sure last week on the podcast, like this is certainly not, uh, ah, oh, nice. We've done it. We're done. It's, you know, it's all good to yeah. go. Um, but I do think that this is a healthy step in the right direction, um, mm-hmm. for the game, for both frontline and backline. Um, you know, the burstiness of the game, uh, did, uh, you know, it's certainly something that, that we know the community is focused on and that we are focused on. Um, and I do think that the amount of change that this will... Th- there have just been so many changes uh, to the game in such a short amount of time that it is hard to kind of let them all settle um, before realizing exactly what is going to end up being like the best thing to be doing. Uh, so I'm very curious to see how this continues to impact the game. You know, we're a day into this patch. Um, I think it's going to continue to be pretty impactful for the rest of the year. Um, you know, until something gets changed, uh, in the far future, if it gets changed again, you know, like percent pen systems changing in a way is, is very, important and i've seen a lot of people kind of talking about the old system of like oh just you know just obshard just titan's bane like those are your pen options you no no percent pen across other items just this kind of one-stop shop and i do think just from a again from my personal opinion um not reflecting that of the design team necessarily um that is not the correct solution in my mind uh yeah. It was so I, I wonder if a lot of those players, you know, how many of those people who were advocating for that like played back in the day, uh were high level back in the day, but it was so binary uh on I do nothing to tanks and now they do mm-hmm. no, and now they have no defense against me. I I think it's just a symptom of grass is always greener on the other side. Sure. And People always remember things better than they actually were, in my opinion. Sure. And so I I think the current way of penetration is better and healthier for the game overall, just having penetration on more items. Maybe mm. people think it's like a Band-Aid fix, but I don't think it's a Band-Aid fix. Yeah. Um, I just think it's better design overall to have more penetration options mm-hmm. than, oh, I go Executioner every game. Like, yes. I feel like that's or execution or Titans Bane every game. I feel like that's just unhealthy. Yeah, I mean, we certainly want to. I know there is a complaint right now. There's too much percent pen that every item has it. You know, whatever. Um, I don't view that as a huge issue personally, um, because I think, like you said, Barra, like you want it to be pretty flexible. You want to have options. Uh, yeah, that just helps build diversity. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, you kind of have to choose between do you want build diversity or do you want, uh, you know, more niche items? Like, do you want more focused items or do you want build diversity? Because those two things do conflict, right? Like, the there's so you know, there's a lot of talk about the attacks or the crit build and how it shouldn't have any attack speed um, or very minimal attack speed. And the reality is, in my opinion... If the crit build had no attack speed, it wouldn't get built. Like, in yeah. in today's smite, that's just not really how it works. Like, we can we can introduce very, very strong, very, very niche items, and they don't get bought. Uh, they need to be 
at least somewhat applicable to a multitude of gods, to a multitude of different options, mm-hmm. or else it just gets it just gets lost in what you know we've talked about this before like new items have to really make a big splash in order to knock an existing item Mm -hmm. out of a player's build these very powerful but very niche things just end up being a little bit too frustrating and items that like let's look at it this way if we introduce an item for hunters that was uh very high power let's say it was like 80 power uh and had it was 80 power and a passive and nothing else no other no other stats and it was a passive you like kind of liked but not really we would get that ah, doesn't really fit in my build anywhere yep. you know what i mean like yeah it's good but like it doesn't fit in my build um uh, yeah someone in chat brought up dominance dominance is a good example dominance was objectively a very good item before it got attack speed. Mm-hmm. Like, as terms of what it gave you, it was undeniably strong. But, Barrow, why did no one build it? Didn't fit in the Bad build. Item. Didn't fit in the build, you know? <laughs> Just didn't give me everything. I It gave me so much of what I wanted, yep. but not everything. And so it went from zero purchase rate to a lot of purchase rate right away. Uh, and that is just, you know... I would love to make niche items that don't have a lot of stats... Uh, that get built yeah. and are popular, but we, there's just I can list a million examples where that just doesn't really happen, you know. Also, I feel like ADC is kind of in a healthy spot right now. I feel like there is a lot of build diversity in ADC. Grand, most of them are crit builds, but the direction and the starter of crit builds is different. I mean, I do think Bloodforge is still probably overstated for sure. Sure. Um, and maybe a few crimes needs light nerfs, but I mean, it's just like, do you want ADCs to be able to kill objectives? Do you not want ADCs to be able to kill objectives? And with the bluestone changes, hunters can't really, the ability hunters can't really kill objectives now. Right. Um, so it's just, it's kind of in a weird spot of like, you're either forcing a yellow damage build or you can still build crit. And maybe there's a, a happier medium right now like maybe if oboe was buffed or i don't want to say kin size is buffed because kin size is already a crazy good item in my opinion mm-hmm. um yeah maybe it's just oboe for the yellow damage bills that needs a slight buff but i know tanks probably don't enjoy getting oboe and backliners definitely don't enjoy i hate i hate getting oboe uh, yeah. oboe is one of my favorite items to build and one of my least favorite items to play against personally yeah, because especially if you're against a full attack speed hunter and that thing is just bouncing and bouncing and bouncing, I mean, it probably makes the game a l- maybe slightly more readable for a frontliner because you know how much damage you're going to be taking. But yeah, I mean, if you get sundered with a yellow damage build or like Kepritude with a yellow damage build, like you're still probably going to die pretty quickly as a frontliner now. Oh, for sure. So, I I just think it's really hard to. I mean, we've gone over this several times, but. I just feel like it's really hard to please everyone right now um, while maintaining build diversity. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm not here to complain or anything like that. I'm just here to, you know, talk about I will say, Silver Branch is dead. That item is dead. (laughs) Fair enough. Don't be building any Silver Branch. That's that's the move right there. Uh, That that and that whole bow tree actually is just dead. Okay, I shouldn't get distracted, but I'm letting it happen anyway. Someone in chat uh, said they'd rather be oboed than crit. And that is just an interesting thought to me uh, on... Because I think that is not an uncommon sentiment. I don't think that that Mm -hmm. that person is alone. Um, But it does feel different to me. The reason that I think that oboe is not very fun to play against, because I think it breaks the... It breaks the mold of what your your archetype is supposed to do. Hunters are supposed to be single target DPS. Oboe makes you AOE. That's that's my biggest gripe with it. I don't really understand what is different. It it I do feel like that there is like some type of uh, there's just something visceral about if an auto if a full pen hunter without crit did. 450 damage 
with, to you with a basic attack, and a crit hunter did 450 damage to you with a crit basic, I do think that players get more upset with getting crit yeah. than getting hit with the other basic. And I don't really understand why that is such a big difference to them. Do you have any thought on that? I got no idea. Yeah, fair enough. I genuinely have no idea. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, maybe they do feel like it's more fair for some reason. But that like that is the point of the build, right? Is that it is supposed to do more damage and it's supposed to scale and you are supposed to get crit a lot late game, right? Like that is the point of Hunters. Yeah, look, think- look at League. Every single marksman item in League has crit. Mm-hmm. All of them. They all crit. You can go like more ability-based builds on certain champs, whatever. That I don't think that's a super honest way to discuss like how their true ADCs play versus how our true ADCs play. They all have crit. Uh, and so by the time you get to late game, it's just 100% crit all the time. And they can't miss, uh, which, is a, which is a huge difference, obviously. Mm-hmm. It, you know... The, the system is now weighted against you or against low crit percentage. Uh, you know, 20% yeah. is not a true 20%. It's less than that at your first few autos. Like that, I feel like that's, I, I don't know. I don't really understand it. I mean, maybe the problem is that yellow damage builds should, in theory, feel like they're hitting tanks harder then crit builds i think is what a lot of people have issues with but crit seems to be kind of the catch-all right now where you can kill objectives you can kill people you can one-shot assassins you can one-shot anyone in front of you sure not really one shot but obviously you need a few auto attacks according to me sure Uh, not the tanks that are i'm hitting them they're getting absolutely one shot quote-unquote right of course uh, by one auto attack yes there's nothing they could have done differently nope um i i think maybe it's just people feel like it is a like i said a catch-all build that kind of covers all of your bases because boomerang isn't a good uh i don't personally love boomerang but you lagged for a second there i thought i thought you were out yeah but you're back it was only for a second nice yeah comcast has been uh doing this to me lately it's fun yeah um yeah, I feel like Boomerang's in a good spot, and I feel like it's just maybe a combination of Bloodforge and Boomerang right now that a lot of people have issues with, because the, the curve doesn't really feel that weak initially when you go crit, because sure. um, Boomerang kind of covers all your bases, so yep. you kind of have like uh, an accelerated path upwards when mm-hmm. you go the current build, and it doesn't really feel like you need penetration, you have a decent amount of attack speed, so... Maybe that's what people are complaining about, but I've been experimenting with a few other builds that feel okay with Kins and with Xe and Crit still. Um, but maybe that is the issue where people feel like yellow damage builds should do more damage to tanks and Crit builds should do less damage to tanks, more damage to squishies. Yeah, um, I, I do think that's it. I do think that that is the idea that has been implanted in people's brains that I just mm-hmm. fundamentally disagree with. Like, I don't think that's fair yeah it need it doesn't need to be that way Mm -hmm. the way i view it again my personal opinion not representative of the entire design team (laughs) hunters are there they are there to end the game i don't care how they kill tanks and squishies late game but they are supposed to do it that is intent right they are supposed Mm -hmm. to kill whoever's in front of them in an ideal situation six items versus six items everyone hits everything and relics perfectly Hunters should win the vast majority of their 1v1s in the late game at six items. Mm-hmm. That is the point of their class. If they don't do that, they don't have value. I personally do not think there is a big trade-off or a big win or a big, you know, interesting design point we're missing out on if they don't kill, if they have to choose between killing either class really in t- like really uh dramatically mm-hmm. if one build is slightly better at killing tanks and one build is slightly better at killing squishies great that that is cool and that is an interesting design space and that is what i would like to achieve if they kill both but they need but they need to be able to kill both 
right? Like that is their point. Mm-hmm. They are there to they are the clock. Like they are there to end the game. Look, how many games where it's a Freya ADC and a mage in SPL and they're winning all game, they're crushing it, they're owning, they get to Phoenix Siege, they can't end and the game goes 48 yep. minutes. That's because they don't have the the class that is designed to end the game. So mm-hmm. for me personally, I am just I just am a little surprised that this late into the like this many years into Smite that I I feel like it's this season 1 season 2 idea of unicorn build versus crit and when things it were is. really separate and the game is just so different in every single way from how it was back then that we don't need to be beholden to these archetypes now you know, like mm-hmm. thinking about it holistically and not thinking about it through the lens of season one, season two smite. I don't think that it's uh, an issue for tanks to die to crit. Um, they, they should, they have better options. Should crit be worse? Those are all incredibly valid opinions and discussions that are worth having. But I do think that because crit just gets so much, the, the two things that really get people riled up, are crit and burst mages like those two things really do not feel good to get beat by and so they end up getting a lot of community momentum very quickly uh and i understand that um and you know i'm not trying to dismiss it but yeah i don't know i just think it's like an interesting holdover from years and years and years ago Mm. that uh i feel like it is just like continued to grow instead of change over time like a lot of other opinions because i do think the community has moved and adapted and grown on a lot of very very complex topics that they used to be very against that they are uh very open to now in a way that other game communities are not um so i guess that's like why i'm surprised that this one is such a sticking point you know i think it's really what you touched on earlier where getting crit mentally feels so bad and you said it directly right next to each other there where it's crit and burst mages which are both very quick ways to die sure and i feel like in smite probably just dying really quick i mean granted i have watched not a fair bit of league but i've seen a lot of situations where people are literally dead in less than a second Anyone like, who tells you that Smite is burstier than League is being dishonest with you. In, yeah, in term, but... it, the game is much slower in League, but if they get to full build, it is mm-hmm. much, 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 much burstier, and it is much harder to play around because so much of that burst is point and click. Like you, they, yep. it can't be missed, and you don't have beads. Uh, it is not. It is definitely. Uh, it is much more bursty in the late game in league for sure mm-hmm. yeah you you just die instantly yeah um, but i don't know if it i mean i assume that mentally it feels bad in league too just based off like the top down camera versus third person camera i assume they both feel equally as bad but maybe not maybe it just feels worse i don't know if it, i don't know maybe it does feel worse in smite because you're you feel like you're the character or not feel like you're the character but you have yeah. a closer view of everything going on um i think i think that every fraction of second kind of get makes it feel worse when you get like one shot right um Mm -hmm. yeah and there are things that will legitimately 100 to zero you in like 0.2 uh in league in the late game um Mm -hmm. and when we're being realistic that doesn't quite have like even when the meta is very bursty and i'm not you know i'm i'm not trying to diminish but if you get Scylla root poly auto tude, that is one shotting someone, but it isn't one shot. You know, that's three instances of damage that all happen very quickly, but it isn't, uh, you know, it, there is a more reactable window there that I think uh, you can experience in uh, in a game like League. But, you know, it's not the same. People are here to play Smite, they're not here to play League. Um, and. I think, uh, you know, hopefully we went on kind of a tangent here, but hopefully the, uh, the penetration changes end up impacting, um, that, uh, that feeling. And if not, then we will continue to work on it. Um, that is, uh, that is the plan. Um, 
Bera is definitely lagged out. I've been abandoned on a day where my allergies are bad and my brain isn't working because I'm not getting enough brain oxygen. This is what I'm dealing with. Um, and Bear has abandoned me. I'm going to have to work on forgiving him on my own time, I think. Uh, but this is a more flattering uh, picture of him than the last time he lagged out. I wonder if his power flickered again or whatever is... Uh, happened last week so uh welcome to the backliners with just aggro until uh, until barry gets back i suppose i could take this time uh to tell you all a little bit about powering up for springtime with factor meals uh oh there he goes unlucky well wait maybe i think he came back not too long after he did this last time where the camera canceled out but you know i'm gonna i'm gonna let you know about powering up for springtime with factor i'm sorry to tease you and then not get right into it um, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit is Factor Meals. You can get nutritious, chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door, leaving you time and energy to tackle everything on your to-do list. This is legitimately a true story that I'm about to tell you. I was in the grocery store this weekend, getting things for dinners and lunches this week, and I was like, it is so annoying to have to... Think about what I want to eat for lunch that is not going to take me a ton of time to clean afterwards, not going to take me a ton of time to cook, that is going to be good for me and not bad for me. Like, so many lunch things are so terrible for you because they know that convenience is key. I was like, man, this is such a pain. I don't want to have to do this. And then it hit me. Uh, I was going to make a joke about getting hit by a grocery cart, but then I was it was going to devolve really quickly. And I don't have Bear to rein me back in, so that's... Uh, that's what's uh, that's what's gonna happen. Okay, Chad is accusing me of having a lot of tr- true stories that coincidentally relate to sponsors that week. It is legitimately true that I had this thought in the grocery store this weekend, and I was thinking I got to get back on my factor meals. Okay, I respect the call out, but it isn't true this time. Factor meals is legitimately delicious and. Uh-huh better for you and barracuda is back and it was Yo, brought back okay. by the power of factor meals even though his camera is not back he has returned oh. bear if you just flicker the camera option i think that might uh might oh. get you back to us there it is welcome back bear we were just talking about hey, factor meals okay? and how they have a ton of great options like keto and vegan and veggie and calorie smart and protein plus and how That's you awesome. If your power went out, uh, you would be depressed because you wouldn't be able to take the just two minutes it takes to heat up your factor meals. You just heat them up over the fireplace. That is probably true, I guess. I don't know. See? Why not? You gotta, you gotta think on your feet. We got a generator out there in case anything gets hairy. You know, uh-huh. we can just throw it over the fireplace that we kind of have, but we don't really have. We also have a gas stove, so we could cook it on that, too. Any way you can cook <laughs> meals, you can do it with factor. There you go. That's true. We have a we have a fireplace. We have never once lit a fire in there uh, oh. in the, over a year that we've had. But if our power went out and I had some factor, that's See? that would be the first thing I would do because it'd be nice and easy. <laughs> and as they said, in, as the prediction guy said in chat, the more factor you purchase, the better Barra's connection becomes. Uh, and Lord yeah. knows he needs it because that's somehow back to back. Somehow we lost power in the whole house. That's oh. Cool. That's yeah, really fun. Can't blame Comcast for this one. Yep. Com- Comcast is like, we're innocent. Uh, yeah. th- this time, get us when it's our fault. Uh, look, Factor has 34 chef-prepared meals. You, I already get, went through a lot of this spiel with Bear wasn't here. So head to factormeals.com slash backliners50 and use code backliners50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code backliners50 at factormeals.com slash backliners50 to get 50% off your first box. Big shout out to Factor Meals for sponsoring today's episode. Um, okay, let's, uh, let's. oh wait, we're already at 8.36. Sheesh, we don't got a lot of time. Uh, I did want to talk, there were, you know, some buffs, some nerfs, all that kind of good stuff. Two buffs <laughs> that uh, that I'm interested in seeing how these gods play out are Serket mm-hmm. and Giannis. Um, these new... Uh... Ultimates yeah, I'm excited with about one of these passive components. Which one are you not excited about, Bear? Uh, is it the well, one that auto locks to, to you, or the one that auto locks to you? You know what I mean. 
Yeah, it's the one that auto-locks to me. Ah, just the Giannis one then. Well, yeah, yeah, just Giannis. Don't worry, it's not. It's less percent pen uh, than uh, than he used to be able to build at least. Um, Perfect. So yeah, uh, Serket and Giannis now have passive components on their ultimates, where they each gain uh, stats. This is not only when using their ultimate. I've seen some confusion on that. It is just they have the stat. That is it. Uh, you put a you put a point in the ultimate, whatever rank it is. Your character has that stat uh, permanently now. Uh, Sir Ket gains crit chance uh, per rank, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30%. Um, what, for me personally, I guess, to, to kick mm-hmm. it off kind of like, I I am very excited about this type of uh, change to gods that, you know, I don't think that every god should get this sort of thing. Don't I don't want to nope. see... A bunch of tweets about like, hey, I love to play Hades and he should get CDR per alt rank. Like, this is for these gods that are specifically struggling in large part due to how stat hungry uh, their builds are um, Mm -hmm. and what they require in order to be able to do what they want to do. Uh, I've also, well, yeah, before I go into more specifics, how do you feel like... These are the types of changes that get me really excited to play a god again. How do you feel about mm-hmm. this this type of type of change? Uh, well, as someone who got crit by a level six circuit today, uh, it was oh, fun. God. Great, uh, great, great. Really didn't Thanks, expect man. to get crit by a level six circuit, but I uh-huh. did, and it uh-huh. was uh, it was a great time. Uh, and great. then I was like, oh yeah, this guy gets passive crit chance. So that was new. That was that is that exceptionally fun. unlucky for you. Because again, uh, it is not ten percent. Exactly. Uh, it is much lower than that uh, at the beginning of them starting to basic attack or one you. Uh, so that is very unlucky for you. I mean, that's just me, you know. Yes. If there's a, a Janus snap, I'm going to get hit. If it's a low crit chance, I'm going to get crit struck. Yes. And uh, there's nothing I can do about that. Uh, but it, I mean, no, not trolling. I do think this is a good way to take care of the issues that some characters have. Uh, with Janus, it's just always felt weird. He's Janus is kind of like a Chronos sometimes, where you just need so many different items that do so many different things. Yep. And this kind of helps him build in a in a way that's more comfortable to players, which I think is good. Mm. Uh, the Circuit one is a little scary to me, just because having crit chance um, is kind of like not taking a step back, but it's kind of going in a different direction than. Uh, smite normally tends to with taking all the crit chance off of passives and abilities before yes um and now adding it back which i don't really think is a bad thing uh it's just kind of like doing something different that we haven't been doing previously yes um but i i mean i think that's fine sir cat has literally been a dead character all year and uh anything to help out sir cat is fine as long as she doesn't turn into the uh the tank circuit unkillable full CDR nonsense we've seen before. Uh, that's the least fun circuit to play against. Full damage circuit is fun to play against. Full tank circuit is so annoying. So annoying, and hopefully does not happen. Uh, definitely not um, the the hope that we have. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, j- I have seen a lot of discussion about that, like early crit chance removal previously, and you know why are we adding it back here? I do think there are some pretty notable uh reasons why this does um this does make sense uh and does not heavily conflict with our previous ideas though of course we are uh you know that was years ago uh mm-hmm. things are allowed to change um really? in in a long period of time uh Sir Ket, th- this in particular, uh, not having it for the early levels, uh, levels one through five, uh, is pretty important. You know, getting crit level one, two was a really big deal by things like Hunbats, uh, Artemis, you know, like those types of things. It is, you know, level six is very early, um, but is not uh, as early as those early waves where it can be even more swingy. And the other thing is that crit as a system has changed since those things happened uh those used to be just straight numbers now it is the progression 
of 10% crit is not really 10%. Your first auto is, you know, I don't know, 3%, then 6%, then 9%, then 12% increasing until you crit a target. Uh, so low crit chance early, and it does less damage than it used to. So uh, it is less risky uh because it will happen less often it's just about giving her more consistency if she does build that one to two crit items and that kind of stuff barry what were you gonna say there has to be something with getting crit and going to your brain because i was always dead in that situation earlier today uh-huh. when i got crit by the level six or cut but some reason that stuck in my mind and it's just there's something about yep. being crit dude it just it affects your brain like, i really wonder oh. if we like made the number smaller because the number gets bigger <laughs> yeah. you know like i wonder if we made the number smaller uh if people would get less frustrated and i'm going to legitimately bring okay. that up uh yeah because it actually and, might work and now people would just be like oh i can't tell when i'm getting crit versus normal auto attack anymore. yes people will be mad about that you're right um Giannis, I'm very excited about. Uh, think that God has always heavily struggled at killing tanks. Mm-hmm. This does not make him a great tank killer by any means, but it means that he doesn't uh, feel completely worthless against tanks. Um, it allows him to build soul gem and that kind of stuff without uh, a cost um, being as detrimental to the rest of his build. Uh, all mage players ever saying who cares if it has a cost soul gem is so good i'm gonna build it no matter what and me desperately begging them to buy pen uh now Giannis can uh he has an excuse you know yep exactly he's, he's got an excuse uh okay let's talk real quickly about uh sure. spl this weekend before we get to the random question of the week um Two games Friday, you guys kick off the regular season Woo-hoo. up against the Atlantis Leviathans, and then you go up against the Elder Challenge on Saturday. Uh, obviously, I'm going to be well, looking... Sunday. Uh, no, I've on the SPL website, we've got... Oh, it's got it's you on Saturday. Saturday. Wow. Oh, it is. You just oh, witnessed me, me saving the Highland Ravens. I've done it, everyone. I saved the Ravens. Uh, I would not have been there on Saturday. That is very funny. Uh overall uh some of the bit i don't want to go you know we don't have time to go game by game or anything like that Mm -hmm. um but very excited to uh see the spl return um i think that the teams i'm going to be watching the most closely uh are the oni warriors um definitely looking to see if they can expand upon their momentum from winning Mm -hmm. the uh the spl kickoff tournament i'm also gonna be looking at the sticks ferryman um I think they did not perform to the level that I was expecting as I had them winning the kickoff tournament. Uh, so excited to see how they do um, and how you guys do because, as you mentioned, you know, wasn't uh, wasn't your best uh, showing there. So some of the teams that I think that underperformed at that uh, kickoff tournament and then the Warriors who uh, really um, surprised a lot of people and then also, of course, the Gladiators and the Hounds as their uh, first SPL games as they were not... Uh, they were oh wait did they play in the no they played in the kickoff tournament didn't they i'm trolling yeah. oh yeah i'm trolling um yeah those are the teams i'm looking out for barry any any games stick out to you that you're particularly excited for uh of course uh, what are the around. sets i've looked at the sets besides ours honestly. oh boy okay it's you versus leviathans then king's dragons then saturday is ferryman glads uh then hounds ravens warriors leviathans and then sunday is warriors hounds kings ferryman dragons gladiators I would say uh, Ferryman Glass, I think, is a good heat check for Ferryman to see if they have gotten better. Because yep. on paper, they should be beating a team like Glads, but if they're not. And also, I think Warriors Hounds would be a good matchup. Uh, mm. I think you said that was on Sunday. Yes. Uh, just seeing how both teams play, I think, will also be a heat check for the Warriors. So, double heat check, in my opinion. Um and then they do get to watch... Wait, Hounds don't play on Friday, do they? They do not. Bro! Hounds get to watch you play. Schedules? Who does these schedules? This is so unfair. So unfair for you. You guys so get to unfair. be the uh, super hype set to kick off the year. That's that's very unfair. Me versus Steve, of course. Yep. Classic. Now, I wouldn't have it any, any other way. Nope. Wait, Shito's going to be playing, right? I haven't heard otherwise. Okay, I was I would assume Shinto's gonna be playing. I don't know if he's in studios or what's going on with the whole uh, visa situation and all that jazz, but hopefully he's in studio. Hopefully he gets here soon if he's not already. 
Yeah, absolutely no clue for me. Uh, yeah, no idea either. No idea. Um, Shut up, Coast. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's how we're going to end that segment. Um, all right, let's head on over and get our random questions. Got, Go ahead. Coast, Coast got hard camped by Athena and Thor today. That's all I'm going to say. That's wow. We were having some nice 1v1s. How dare he? Coast, I think Coach just gets hard camped by his duo lane. Or no, his duo, his trio lane, basically. Yeah, more what or less. What am I supposed to do? Uh, Coast Sorry, says keep that there. keep that energy on Saturday. So that uh, <laughs> grudge match is uh, is in the works already. Uh, it's good. It's gonna be good stuff. I hate Coast. I hate <laughs> that guy. Well, you don't hate Toast. That's for sure. Because that's bread. A hundred percent. And we know that 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 is uh, definitely not your. Uh... I'll be bringing that to the studios. That's right, as you always do. Um, it's time for the random question of the week brought to you by our Patreon Discord. If you want to support us directly on the show, patreon.com slash backliners is the place to go. Mm-hmm. And if you do go to patreon.com slash backliners, we might end up calling you by the name of our other sponsor for this episode, Honey. We say, we go into the Discord and we say, hey, Honey, and that just means everyone. Um, oh. I have allergy brain. Uh, today's episode is sponsored by PayPal Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. Uh, if you haven't used Honey, you're trolling. Um, it is yeah, definitely. unbelievably easy. Barry is a notorious mm-hmm. coupon clipper. Uh, yep. he, he loves to use coupons. Do you say coupon or coupon? Coupon. Coupon. Okay. Yep. I don't know the correct way to say it, but I say coupon. I feel like I used to say coupon, and then someone made fun of me, and then I got peer pressure into saying coupon. But that doesn't feel coupon, right. The coupon sounds too much like crouton. Oh, now I'm hungry. Uh, <laughs> honey is the free shopping tool. You don't need coupons, coupons, or croutons after you use Honey. Because it's the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Uh, all you got to do is install honey and then when you're shopping you get you got the little honey symbol in the top right corner of your browser Mm -hmm. you click that you wait a few seconds as honey searches for coupons coupons and croutons it can find for that site and if it finds one you'll watch the prices drop barra hello last time you tossed out an unbelievable number for your honey savings do you remember what it could you got that for us here what how much have you Uh, saved uh with honey it was six honey six Hundy. Yep. Six That's hundred large ones. <laughs> Dollars. Not croutons. Yep. Not large croutons. Uh, I'm really stuck on those now. Do you ever just eat uh, croutons like out of the bag? Because I do. No. Well. They're good we snacks. Had, if we had them, I would. But I'd be scared of like them like shattering my teeth or like pushing yeah. my gums up, you know? Because those things are like. Some of them are really hard. Yeah, you can't get the really hard ones if you're trying to snack on them. That's for sure. Yeah, those are trying to break your teeth. Those things are like rocks. Yeah, so you got to do some research on what the right type of snacking crouton mm-hmm. is. And then you don't need a coupon to get the croutons. You just need honey. Uh, you can do it. You can get it on whatever, you know, whatever it is that you're, you're shopping, wherever you're shopping. It'll be nice uh-huh. and easy to use. So here's the other big thing. It doesn't just work on desktop. It works on your iPhone too. All you have to do is activate it on Safari on your phone and you get to save on the go. So if you don't already have Honey, you are. It says, this is what it says. It says word for word. I'm going to deviate a little bit from the script here. It says you could be straight up missing out. You are straight up yep. missing out. Okay. With Honey. That's the it's reality. It's so easy. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show, which is true. Get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash backliners. That's joinhoney.com slash backliners. Again, a great way to support the show is by uh, interacting with our wonderful sponsors. Uh, for this week, it is Honey and uh, Factor Meals, which is awesome. Thank you to them, of course. Uh, Thank you. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, we did those last week. Again, getting these from our Patreon Discord. Hiru uh, asked... Would you rather... Oh, wait, no, we did We did that. I almost got us into Jurassic Park mm-hmm. versus Jumanji again. That was almost very, very that dangerous. That was terrible. Um, Neon asked, if you were in a zombie apocalypse, what would you do to survive, and how long do you think you would survive? I feel like uh, Neon is trolling us here a little bit. Don't yeah. you? Yeah, because he should know us by now that we We're are, dying. We're dying. Very yes. quickly. 
Um, especially <laughs> like if if I wake up tomorrow morning, right? Uh-huh. It's like eight or nine a.m. I'm walking out of my bedroom, and there's a zombie like banging on like my bathroom window or something. Uh huh. I'm accepting death relatively soon. Yeah. I'm not going into fight or flight. I'm not gonna like. <laughs> well, in some oh, way you are. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know you're. You're choosing one. <laughs> it's just a quick decision. It's a, fight or flight or death. In a, quick death. Fli- in a quick flight, if you will. <laughs> yeah, we we will not... I mean, I think I would, like, make a small attempt, but I would definitely, like... It would be, like, probably within the week that yeah. I would die. Yeah, I think you're... you're I was going to ask about the, your timeline... I think as soon as I really felt like it wasn't going to get any better, I'm out. I'm not doing it anymore. Because uh, I just don't want to get in a situation where I was holding out and then all of a sudden my house gets stormed by zombies. And what? I'm going to watch my wife and dog get eaten by zombies? Pass! I'm, I'm not doing it, you know? That doesn't sound... <laughs> eat me first i don't want to get eaten that sounds terrible but that's better than like the alternative of getting partially eaten and like turn the you know i'm True. throwing up like all oh, i'm not doing it uh it's not happening so that's we that's would join uh, the zombie revolution <laughs> yes we would join the zombie revolution for sure we would be we'd be kind of trendsetters in that way for yeah. sure um yeah, yeah Neon would, did confirm that, that he's trolling us, and I do respect that. Uh, there, He does have a second question here. If you could have any fictional animal as oh. a pet, what would it be? Um, Honestly, probably like a Pokemon. That's uh, a great, I, yeah, it's got to be that. I would probably just want like a Squirtle, because I always like Squirtles from like the beginning of time. And I well, would you'd give it a... sunglasses, right? Like, of course, it'd be a little Squirtle like, Squad, yeah. And I would want like a cuter Pokemon than like a take over the world kind of Pokemon, just something that like hangs out with me during the day and just like does right. like cool tricks or something. Um, but yeah, I think I think having a Squirtle would be kind of cool. Yeah. Do you think Squirtles will be like would be like a dog or a cat? Where like dogs, like mm-hmm. they aren't. They're just going to do whatever they can do to make you happy. And they'll do some dumb stuff that, like, makes you annoyed or whatever. But, like, that's kind of their deal. Cats are like, I'm here to make me happy. And if that's you at this time, that's good with me. And if it's clawing the crap out of you at this time, that's cool with me, too. It'd be a dog for sure. You think squirrels would be dogs? We should should go through the entire Pokemon, uh, original generation of Pokemon, and determine if it's a dog or a cat for all of them. Char or Charmander would be a, a cat dog. For sure. No, what are you crazy? Charmander would absolutely be a dog. What that thing's literally on. And fire. here's why. And here's why that thing is dumb, right? Charmanders are not smart. There's no way. What? There's no way Char uh, that a Charmander is smart. And if it's dumb, it's a dog. Like that's pretty free, right? Because cats are smart. It's IQ. Look at it. It's... <laughs> It's lollipop looking ass. Its head is, its head is huge. It can't, it can't even walk right. Uh, what do you mean? There's no way a Charmander is smart enough to be a cat. That's the thing. Wait, so what would be a Bulbasaur? A Bulbasaur is a dog for sure. Bulbasaur is so definitely a dog. They're all dogs. No. No. Wait, you think a squirrel is a cat? No, I think Squirtle's probably a dog. A lot of the young, the, the like, lower-level Pokemon are probably going to be dogs because they look kind of goofy, you know, and dogs are goofier oh, okay. than cats. Uh, but, like, I can see... Oh, yeah, no so way... Cats would, are very stupid, by the way. Yeah, I do believe that, but they're stupid in a different way, right? They aren't stupid like, uh, like <laughs> run into the, the wall because you forgot because you got so excited you forgot it was there stupid you know luna did run to the vacuum cleaner today okay that, that's a strong counterpoint uh and i do she see was it was very embarrassed and ran down the <laughs> yeah yeah dragonite is a great example of a dog dragonite is absolutely a dog that thing is dumb all right that's that's easy uh there are oh, definitely yeah, like Cats don't have to just be, like, mean and cold. They can be nice uh, and be cats. Um, but, 
Like, for example, this doesn't make any sense, but Dratini and Dragonair are both cats. But Dragonite, but Dragonite is a dog. And that's why Dragonite is one of my least favorite Pokemon, because it's a total break from both of the first two Pokemon in its evolution chain. Yeah, it does look very goofy. Almost like a... Um... Like a children's show, kind of. I mean, yeah, it looks like Barney. Literally, a... <laughs> I'm glad you backed me up on that. Yeah, it looks like Barney. Is not great. No, it does absolutely. Snorlax <laughs> is a cat. Snorlax is absolutely a cat. There's no world Snorlax in which is an older cat. Yes, yeah, Snorlax is a there. very old cat. I'm telling you, this is a genius idea that I've just had. Uh, all it's Pokemon are either dogs or cats, uh, and I would want a dog Pokemon for sure. Um, yeah. I don't know. Having an Arcanine would just be sweet. That is maybe taking the dog Pokemon a little too literally, but like Arcanine is just one of the coolest Pokemon. Um, and I would definitely want one. Uh, oh yeah. It would also be sick to have uh, a Spren from the Stormlight Archives. Those uh, having, having a Spren would be sweet, but that is less widely applicable. Um, yeah, I have no idea what that is. Jinx is, defi- Jinx is definitely a cat. Um, yep, 100%. There's no question to me that Jinx is a cat. Mr. Mime is also a cat. Yep. I wonder how many we would disagree on. A cat that, like, harasses you. Yeah. This is what we need uh, a non-Smite podcast for, is for just these types of things. I could talk, I could literally go down the whole list and do a two-hour podcast on this. No, now that I'm looking at Charmander, I agree with you. He's Uh, a goofy little guy. No, he he has like puppy energy for sure. Yes, one hundred percent. Charmander is absolutely running around in a circle, chasing his fire tail. You yeah, know, hundred percent. Yeah, and, very and it's stupid, very cute. Yeah, Eevee is a dog, but the evolutions vary. Yeah, that's a, that's a good chat right there. That's a good message in the chat. Okay, that'll do it for us uh, on this week's podcast. Wait. Go ahead. I think Bulbasaur has cat energy. No, kind of. I don't think I don't think Bulbasaur does. I think Bulbasaur is a dog. I think Venusaur is absolutely a dog. I could see Ivysaur being a cat. That's fair. But Venusaur is like the big. It's like the mastiff. You know, it's like the dog that like is really old and its jowls are like really droopy mm-hmm. and it's like how is it even walking? That's Venusaur. Yeah, that's like a two hundred pound dog. Yeah, for sure. 100%. And a, and a good one at that. Blastoise might be a cat. Is Blastoise, Blastoise a dog? Maybe Blastoise is a dog. Yeah, I think Blastoise is a dog. Yeah, Blastoise is a dog. I don't know. I could see a little cat energy there. Yeah, but kind of like a big cat. Like a lion type of cat. Yeah, I'm kind of actually... Shocking Shield says that the whole line is a cat. I think they might be right. I think Squirtle's actually a cat. But like a kitten. What? Like a really cute one. That's like fun. And acts kind of dog-like, but is distinctly a cat. What do you mean? Really? You don't think... You couldn't see Squirtle being kind of like a kitten? <laughs> <laughs> You sounded so genuine with that. I mean it. Uh, I could really see it. Do you think that I could break down the entire universe into dog versus cat? Uh, I would want to rate everything as either a dog or a cat, I think, for the rest of my life. I think both of us would be dogs. Oh, I'm definitely a dog. For sure. Wait, You're definitely a dog. I'm... We've talked about this. We, we are both definitely dogs. Okay, good. We definitely had a podcast question a long time ago. Like, maybe one of the first random questions of the week was, like, what type of animal are we? And we both said dogs. And Chad said, you're a cat. And then Chad also said, I'm a cat. There is no shot I'm a cat. There's no shot I'm a cat either. Okay, everyone just thinks because I'm very opinionated that makes me a cat. And that's not true. I'm just a picky dog. Like, have you ever had a dog that, like, won't eat a certain food? Like, my old golden retriever, Buster, shout-outs, he, you'd give him a bunch of food, and then you'd give him a piece of lettuce, and he would just, like, he would take it in his mouth, and he would just, like, bleh, just, like, leave, like let it slowly fall out. That's a, that's what he did. That's what do, dogs can do that. You know? That's just me. 
I can, yeah, I can, I can see that. Yeah. I think you're a dog bear. but very picky. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I don't like everyone calling me cats. I'm in the podcast. All right, we're, (laughs) cats are great, but I'm a dog. Thanks everyone for watching. We'll catch you next week. Enjoy the SPL this weekend. Uh, Until then, you know, check out Predictions Other Shows. Uh, Big shout out to uh, Factor and to Honey. Um, And if you want to support us, the best way to do that is by interacting with our sponsors or by going over to patreon.com slash backliners and uh and supporting us there so until next week bear good luck this weekend and you know what to do bye nice okay we're back on track we needed Uh, we needed a clean one there i think i'm not a cat i'm not a cat stop it chat i'm not a cat i'm a dog Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.